Instagram. Y'all just gonna hear me today. Y'all ain't gonna see me. Y'all gonna see LaCorey. So we're gonna get started so that we're not late. Um, and we'll do housekeeping at the end. How about that? So we just gonna get started. So I'm Shaquana and I'm LaCorey. And I am Patrice. And we are your hosts of the Black Girl Book Club Podcast. The Black Girl Book Club Podcast. The Black Girl Book Club Podcast. Hi, everybody. Happy Tuesday. So we weren't here last week. No, we wasn't, baby. We were prepared for Thanksgiving. How did everybody Thanksgiving though? How was your um Thanksgiving, Miss Natasha? It was good. I hosted. I have a spring angle right now. So I was hobbling around, but we made it work. We made it work. Okay, okay, okay. How was yours, Mine was lovely. Uh, me and the baby just came home from the hospital uh, the night before, so we just kind of sort of kicked it around the house. My mom cooked dinner for us, so all I had to do was just heat it up in the oven, and that was that. So how the baby doing? He's doing great. He laying down, honey. I had to make sure he was laid down before the podcast. Was on. I'm drinking my wine. <laughs> and daddy just pulled up, so he don't care, do he? I heard I that. I heard that. Mm-hmm. What about you, Patrice? It was pretty much quiet around here. I just been chilling, cooked a little bit of food, and went and watched some um some football and watched some basketball. So just just chilling around the house and reading. I've been I've been reading like crazy. Have you? Oh, that's that's, been, that's a good reading. thing. That's what I like in life. That's what I like to do. Yeah, right. So we got some good books coming for 2024, Patrice. I think so. We got new, the boys we got new people. And this is the beginning of it because Natasha is a new author for us. And that's, we've yeah. been really concentrating on trying to get new people in mm-hmm. and it, new to us. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so this was a, this was a good thing. And then look, Natasha, I liked your book so much. Yeah. I was like, okay, let me go back over it. So I'm sitting up here skimming through it all in my feelings, cussing people the hell out. Man, you hear me? Cussing people the hell out. You know, people have come to me in DMs. They've made videos about how much they enjoy the book, but just as much as that about the characters they want to cuss out. Mm-hmm. That's I just out, came out so many characters I want to cuss out. Just one. Mm-mm. Okay, y'all, but let's get into it. So for those of you who don't know, we are talking about Miss Natasha Bishop's book, Only for the Week. I'm so excited. I can't believe that we're just now talking about this because this was a big book. This it was. was like a huge book. So I can't believe we're just now talking about it. We want to welcome you to the Black Girl Book Club podcast. Aww. We appreciate you so much for coming on to talk yes. to us. Thank you thank so you, much. Thank you. So we'll start off with our typical author questions that we have when authors come on the show. Okay. So the first question is, when did you fall in love with reading, with writing, yeah. you know, or both or either or? Yeah, so I've always been a reader and really always been a writer too. I wrote a lot of poetry, short stories, things like that when I was a kid. Um, Always been a reader. And then I kind of let go of, I wasn't doing too much reading in college, I would say. Um, But I found a love for it again as an adult adult. (laughs) And then writing, same thing. It was like a 
kind of it's something that I always wanted to do but I was one of those people who was like no we can't afford to be a struggling artist you gotta go the route that's gonna make you guaranteed money you gotta join the corporate world uh, and then the pandemic happened and I had a lot of free time and I was like okay let's pick up this pen let's let's pick up this pen because these characters are loud mm-hmm. and then in 2021 we published oh okay. your part time you published the book in 2021 Mm-hmm. That is really good. Yeah, only for the week just came out this year. Okay. <laughs> wow. You know what? It was something in there. Okay, because you described the girl's hairstyle, and her hairstyle is like yours now. Yes. And that's a, and that's a that is a new hairstyle. The butterfly. Yeah. Butterfly. Yep, you just you described that hairstyle right there. That's yep. that's what um Janelle had. That's mm-hmm. the, that's the exact one. <laughs> Go, okay, guys. okay, so before me, I gotta ask this while it's on my mind. So is it a little bit of Natasha and Janelle? Right. There's a little bit of Natasha in all of my heroines. I feel like any writer puts a little piece of themselves in all their characters or little pieces of anybody that they know. Uh so yeah, there's definitely some Natasha and Janelle, but there's some Natasha in all my girls. <laughs> Okay, okay. So the next question is, um, why is it important for you to write our stories? Black love. Oh, yes. It just doesn't get enough respect. It doesn't mm. get enough love. And so joining the book community before I even published, just joining the book community and seeing all the Black, especially indie romance books, I just wanted to be a part of that. And telling the magical story of, you know, the Black love made us. If it, mm. if it were Black love, we wouldn't be here. So I want to highlight that and celebrate that and show that it's a beautiful thing that happens all the time. Okay, okay, okay. Do I you just have see LaCory making the funniest faces. I know she's <laughs> responding to comments <laughs> over there, but she's killing me. <laughs> I know, y'all, my bad. Yes, LaCory, did you tell them if they want to join the Facebook group? Yeah, I told, them, I told them. I told them to, told I told them to okay, jump okay, on good, over good, here. Good, and I'm asking okay. questions in the chat. Let's get into the book right now, okay? So the book starts off, we start from the very beginning when they got, when we got the invitation to the wedding. No, the text messages. Mm-hmm. Okay. The text <laughs> messages saying, I thought that you should know I'm going to get ready to propose. What's the sister name? Hey, Marie. So we didn't know. Okay. Um, look, Patrice, tell us who in the book, who, who are the characters? So you got Janelle. And so Janelle is, I feel like she's the lead character in this book. And then mm-hmm. she has a sister, A. Marie. Mm-hmm. Janelle has an ex-boyfriend who is Arnold, who ends up engaged to A. Marie, which is the sister. Pissed off so scandalous. Pissed off already. And then mm-hmm. you got some supporting ca- um, supporting characters um, because there is going to be a big wedding and they're going to go. Wait a minute, now, don't do wrong. He's the main man. Hold on. No, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. He's so man, he's not, not a supporting man. character. Rome, <laughs> Rome is the best, one of Arnold's best friends. So um, Arnold, he has a couple best friends. And so that would be Rome, which come to find out is in love. Um, mm-hmm. and you got you got Chris and you got Micah those are his best friends and then Janelle has her sister who she used to think was her best friend right so their lives kind of took a change and then they have um two other best friends which is Evie and Danny mm-hmm. 
and then so they all go in. You got other supporting characters, like you know their moms and all of that kind of stuff. But those right. are the main people that are in the book. Quick question, Natasha: Were uh, Evie and the other best friend were those A Marie best friends, or were those really Janelle's friends? And A Marie just kind of sort of tagged alone in their friendship. <laughs> no, that's the vibe one, that I was getting. They were one big friend group. Um, so A Marie and Janelle being sisters, but Janelle's a younger one. They met in high school. Um, so Janelle and Evie, they're the same age. Danny is a year older than Janelle and Evie, but a year younger than Amory. So they kind of all blend. But I think you can kind of tell that Evie and Janelle are closer and Danny and Amory are closer. Mm-hmm. I'm my sister. We, real quick, so the invitate, so the text message mm-hmm. that was sent to um, Janelle from Arnold was telling her that he was proposing to her sister mm-hmm. in the beginning of the book. So then you get the invitation to the wedding. And so how are we feeling at this point? Where, did you want us to be upset or did you want us to be like, let this story unfold a little bit? I think, um, I mean, based on the blurb, you know what's going on. But if you didn't read the blurb and you just went right into the book, you wouldn't know what is going on. <laughs> you wouldn't know who is this Arnold? Why is he telling her I'm proposing to A. Marie? It was kind of just like, I'm just dropping right in it. <laughs> let's let's go. Because you have no idea. If you don't read the blurb first, you have no idea what's going on. And then I kind of, I think it's chapter one where I dropped the line where she's like, it's not because the bride is my sister and the groom is my ex-boyfriend. That's when you find out what's going on. <laughs> So the book starts off with her mom. Her, she's on the phone with her mother, and her mother kind of giving her the blue, getting like typical mother behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, been typical mother behavior, except for when she mentions the sister and the boyfriend. Like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I got kind of mad at the mama. Because I'm like, you should be mad with me. We uh, we mad yeah. together. Don't be trying to see if I'm okay or we okay because we need to be ready to whoop Arnold and Emery ass at this point. <laughs> I mean, where was the mama standing up for Janelle? Hell, I'ma just say it. Like, why wasn't you on my way? Where was your outrage? And my sister was behind me. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that she, you know, he was relevant, but right. it's just the That's- principle, you know? We see later the mama had issues. The mama she did, she did. She did okay. but we don't know that up front. So that's kind of throwing me for a little mm-hmm. like, you know, what's this mama deal? Like, what's her exactly. issue? Yeah, yeah. I feel and like she kept on badgering her. You know what I'm saying? Like every twist and turn, she kept on saying, Are you okay? You good? You this, you did. Like, bitch, let it rest. I'm coming. I didn't spend my money. I'm right. Here. And the more you ask somebody if they're okay, then they're going to get mad because you keep asking if they're okay. <laughs> Not even because they're mad at the thing you think they're mad at. I was, I was Janelle. I would have been done snap. Oof. But Janelle wasn't tripping. And I like that about her on one aspect. Okay? Like, mm-hmm. baby, I'm letting all this roll off my back because I ain't. it's nothing to me. But then, right. again, throughout the book, I was getting a little bit like, girl, stand up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stand mm-hmm. up. She needs to stand <laughs> up. So 
we go from her talking to her mom. She's getting packed to get ready to go to Mexico yeah. to the um, bridal short where the wedding is going to be basically, but it's going to start yeah. off with a week long, um, week long festivities with the bridal relaxation, mm. right? Heavy quotes. relaxation, right? With the bridal party, so it's gonna go through this week with the bridal party starting mm -hmm. off, but it starts off with them being at the airport, right? Yes, and you and meet all the fine ass <laughs> Yes, <laughs> love a fine groomsman party. Yep, right. Uh, so is that what you was getting, Lacorby? Like everybody yeah. fine? Getting yeah, most definitely, they were fine. Mm -hmm. whole, you know those TikTok whole... videos where they show the grooms walking mm -hmm. or the groomsmen walking in and they all fine? Yes. That's, that's, that's how this is going down. I was getting. Yeah. <laughs> so Rome came in. They had been sitting at the airport for a while and then he kind of arrives. Mm -hmm. He make his grand entrance. <laughs> right. So yeah. he kind of arrives and immediately when he arrives, He's somewhat smitten with her. You can mm -hmm. tell like he's feeling her, mm -hmm. but you don't know what she got going on yet. Mm -hmm. You don't know if she like really feeling him. You feel right. the energy. You feel yeah. the zing, zab, whatever, what do they call it? The synergy. With yeah. him, but not necessarily with her. Or yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? You, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you get that he kind of into her, but she just kind of playing it cool. No, she acknowledges no. in her head that he is fine. She does. Mm -hmm. He does. When he I walks mean, in, he's fine, but not that she won't him. I, but I right. think she kind of gets a tad bit turned on. But when he mm -hmm. walks in, the energy that he gives me, Natasha, is um, on the movie The Best Man. Mm -hmm. And he when when they was in that restaurant or whatever, mm -hmm. they was at this bar. Oh and yeah, was there playing the guitar. And 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 um he walked in the dark skin one walked in and yeah. had that theme music behind him like that's how I saw yes big that's big how energy. I saw Rome when he walked in big, big yeah energy. yeah I was like oh yeah that's um that's daddy coming through that's daddy coming through yeah. and I tell you a Marie start with her bullshit right from jump very early the jump. she got right into it. Didn't give me no preamble. Didn't even let me get to the hotel and rest. <laughs> right. Started right from the airport. The audacity. Why did you write her character like that? Did you want her to be a Brazilla or did you want her to have some kind of animosity towards her sister? Like, I just was not able to figure out what was going on and a lot of people even in the group today was like what is up with this sister? Mm -hmm. Like, what's going on with the sister? So we trying to yeah. figure out what's going on with the sister. Yeah, so a big part of this story is not just the romance, but kind of the learning how to love yourself first and foremost, um, and dealing with those toxic familial relationships and knowing that you don't have to deal with those situations just because they're family. That was a huge part of this book for me. Mm -hmm. um, and so <laughs> it was like she had to learn boundaries, which is why I included the scene in chapter one where um they're on the plane and she like exposes the cheating boyfriend and does the airdrop thing because she's not a pushover like she's not somebody who takes people's shit but when it comes to her family it's kind of been ingrained in her like this is family you let family treat you a certain way because they're family that's what you deal you, with you forego your happiness to make sure that yeah. we have theirs and she's been trained to forego her happiness yep. for her sister 
And yep. you know what I felt like? I felt like she was punishing her sister. And so mm -hmm. as you get to the book, you start to see like, okay, there's some jealousy here, but yeah. she was using her sister's kindness because her sister's not weak, but she was right. using it to punish her. Right. For how yeah. for her inadequacies. Self-projecting her own guilt, self-projecting what she felt she was inadequate in her own ways, putting that onto Janelle. And Janelle was just taking it because that's what she was raised to do. Mm. Um, especially once you come to find out the relationship that Janelle's mom has with Amory and how she raised them to act with each other. You kind of mm -hmm. start to understand that a little more. Mm. So do you think that Janelle really had a problem with Amory and Arnold? Or do you think that she just, you, what, what? I'm she was conditioned to just let it go. No, I, I, she didn't have an issue with letting Arnold go because she was the one who was like, okay, this really isn't working. Like in her mind, she was like, we're really better off as friends. Mm -hmm. um, I don't even want to be here for real. So, right. so when they broke up, she was like, I'm completely fine with this. And she even says like, it was a shock to me because why would I expect him to end up with my sister? Like I thought I was, he wasn't a part of my life anymore, but now he's here with my sister. So that's shocking, but I don't mm -hmm. care. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and well, once again, she, she identified early that she felt like some butterflies around Rome and, mm -hmm. she, and she said I never felt that way about Arnold she did mm -hmm. never she felt did. that way and they weren't even in a relationship or anything at this point but she was right. like I never felt this way about Arnold yeah mm -hmm. yeah so and are so we giving did. our sister a pass I'm just asking personally no, in, in the comments no. I'm not giving no passes. I'm not Sharon. I'm not giving out no passes. Because you don't fuck behind. No. No. That is too close to home. When I fuck up with him, you break up with him. He's not invited to my damn cookouts no more. Okay? Yep. No. So that's how you get in a relationship. Yeah. Well, I my sister, personally, my sister is 10 years younger than me. So I couldn't even imagine looking at some man that, that she uh -huh. dealt with regardless. Um, But no. I just couldn't do it. I don't fuck no. behind friends or sisters. It should have it should have never even her her sister, I get why her sister did it and it wasn't a good reasons or whatever. But even if you thought that you liked somebody that she liked, it's like that's something that we just don't condone. And the right. mother should have been right from jump saying no. You don't right. do that to sister. Right. And the daddy, as much as he loved Janelle, he should have been saying, fuck no. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It should it should not have went down. This should not have been condoned. Um, she should not have been made to feel like this was okay. Right. right. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Maybe Arnold was her soulmate. Here goes Shaquan. Right. And he was sent to her through Janelle. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? So you know, she could have passed up on her person trying to be loyal to her sister. But that still don't negate the fact that she was treating her sister like shit, basically, and the throughout thing was, this entire process. It yeah. wasn't her soulmate, because when it's your soulmate, right. you are happy, exactly. you are in love, you skipping exactly. around, you smiling, you glowing. Exactly. She her he wasn't. existence was one-upping her Miserable. sister. Her whole existence, mm -hmm. at least on that, on that island, yeah. was to keep her sister and I noticed it it was to keep her sister so busy that she mm -hmm. couldn't see Arnold 
I right. don't know why she wanted to go out there for an extra week, but she wanted to keep her sister so busy that right. her and Arnold did not have time to see each other, to talk mm-hmm. to each other. None of that. Yep. Yep. Nah. So let's get into this love story. We didn't talk about that sister enough. We had to get that out the way because she was yeah. tripping. Okay. So now we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> so immediately I felt like Rome was kind of like her savior, Janelle's mm-hmm. savior. Mm-hmm. So he came in like almost trying to save her from the wrath of her sister before mm-hmm. he even said anything to the sister or anything like that. So yeah. not only was he feeling her, but he's like coming in to like take some of the pressure off of her. Mm-hmm. Right? Let's keep in mind too, that he always now she is his soulmate because mm-hmm. when he met her he met her when he was with arnold and mm-hmm. he did the right thing he mm-hmm. stayed away okay, so yeah let's walk through that he, he did the right away thing. when he saw her with his best friend he knew instantly that he wanted her mm-hmm. he was attracted to her and he started distancing himself and so when she he wanted her so much that he was like when they when she over i can't be there and it was yeah. so much that janelle felt that she was like i feel like he's always running from me mm-hmm. and when they moved in together whatever it was they was doing together he was feeling her so much he said i gotta separate myself he moved mm-hmm. to the west coast yeah, he took a he job went to the West Coast to get away from it because yeah. he was feeling her because that's my boy and I can't fuck his woman. That's yep. the bro code. That's the bro code. He like tried to handle saying, that in the best way. So while he, he trying yeah. to be loyal to his friend, mm-hmm. this was his soulmate, though. Right? But, but the thing is, but you just can't go like you can't. I can't just pick somebody in the chat and take their husband because it's my soulmate. That's right. Because right. <laughs> um, I think that that's my soulmate, or I think, or he makes my heart go pitter patter. Like mm-hmm. you can't have my fucking husband. Oh, damn, Patrice! They say you don't let the wives get in the you way. You can't have my husband. I don't care what your soul is. Right, and even so when he still about didn't, that one, we he still that. didn't even make a move when they broke up. It wasn't until. The wedding. He the wedding. Like, he's literally marrying her sister. I don't see why I can't shoot my shot. And even then, right before they even kissed, right before anything sexual happened, he did a self-reflection to make sure that this was okay. Mm-hmm. He checked in to make sure this was okay. He didn't yeah. just jump out there and just did it, you know? That Shaquana is talking about when they <laughs> When he ends up saying, um, he said, look, it's a lot out here. Mm-hmm. For a week, let me let me be your your stress reliever. Mm-hmm. Stress that off of you. you know what? Just think about be selfish with me. Be selfish yes. with me. Do what you want to do to me. Do what you mm-hmm. want to do to my body. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever, whatever you need to do with mm-hmm. me. Do that shit, girl. Just let Do just let, just let it go. I'ma just let you have me. Yeah. I don't have to come. Just whatever you need. She blushing. And she was writing it. She, she was said, like, what, 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 look, Natasha, you the one, you wrote it. You wrote right. it. He, he said, be selfish with me. Do whatever you want. I'm here to take the stress off for And maybe when she called, he came. He sure did. 
She and said, he said, I need you. You know what he said? I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. No objection. No objection. In so, the supply closet. Like, All right, cool. Let's do this. Yeah. Or whatever. But they like sneaking around. Mm -hmm. And I ain't like that. It, it was sexy. It was spicy. I love a good. I love a good sneak on. I love. Yeah. Be quiet. I didn't like that they felt like they had to sneak around because here yeah. you all are sparing the feelings of these two heartbreakers. Suppose I mean, you know what I mean? Like these. Right. This guy slept with your got with your sister. You looked up. He got with your sister, and then six months. They young, so six months is short. They get married in six months. Yep. This is your boy. You seen what he just did to this girl. And why are y'all protecting they feelings? And both of them is assholes. Yep. Absolutely. I felt like she was kind of playing wrong a little bit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he would have been out loud and proud. But she I felt like she was like keeping him as a little secret thing. I think she well, didn't want to upset like him in a judgment. Yeah. Like it was... She didn't feel like hearing the judgment. And I also feel like, you know, she didn't want to make it sound like it's a tip for tat type situation. Oh, right. because I'm marrying your ex, you gotta fuck my best friend. I mean, I'm right. gonna have to hear my mom with my best friend. Right. It was definitely coming from a place of being a people pleaser or mm -hmm. a family people pleaser, and then also just wanting to have a little pocket of joy for herself. Because exactly. as we saw. And Jen Jennifer said they wanted to fuck in peace. They exactly. They, they wanted they wanted some peace because you know, as we saw, Anne Marie was quick to rain on any kind of parade Janelle had going on, and so she was like, "I can't do nothing without this girl jumping down mm -hmm. my throat. Let me just have this for myself." She said, she, said she don't like selfish. my clothes. She don't like my job. She don't like my makeup. She don't. She don't like the way that I walk. And I'm mm. like, this girl is a doctor. She's not just a family doctor. She's an OBGYN. Mm. That part. Her own practice and her sister throwing shots at that. I'm like, how can't find that to be honorable? Right. Now, wait a minute. Hold on. Back family. to this love story. Go ahead. LaCroix, you got a question? No, no. The snakes are oh. in the family. So mm. what mm -hmm. was like some of the circle. cutest things that y'all felt like that happened between... Okay, first of all, the six was like... So <laughs> amazing and I, I think that's why I was like we gotta talk about this because giving and he gave he all the time what was supposed to be giving and he was a pleaser very much so he got off on pleasing he was a pleaser I ain't came across one of them I ain't came across one of them and you felt like now that I think about it you felt like she needed that she did. Yeah. She yeah. needed to be cared for. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this book, people always say like, oh, this book is so spicy. I'm like, I think that this book has less spicy scenes in it than other books that I've done, but they're longer there. And so it feels like it's more. <laughs> As I was rereading during edits, I was like, ages later, they still going. <laughs> They would go all night, but I think you do that when you think that I might not be able to get no more. Like, exactly, this, long, yeah. this is for this. We're not here for a long time, we're here for a good time, exactly. So, in that case, you go a little bit longer, and it's like, and you don't want to miss it because right. and then sister was running her like crazy, so we don't know when we're gonna be able to get back, exactly. and it's only right. for one week. 
And I I went into it, this, the sex scenes were very intentional too because uh, we only had two weeks. And so it's okay. It's we had one week. Fine. We had one, one week. week. But the whole story took place over two weeks. And so I needed the sex to add to their intimacy, not just mm -hmm. sex for sex, which is fine. Sex for sex mm -hmm. is fine. But I need y'all to want them to be together for the long haul at the end of this. So the right. spicy scenes needed to contribute to that. Right. So I had to be really intentional. You got me, girl. You got me. <laughs> you got me. Let's get married. Because he was breaking that bed, honey. He did. Yeah. He you don't be slaying dick like it for everybody. We had a debate about that. That but is lethal. He he put out his best work for her. Exactly. And you know what? And he wasn't concerned about um getting his orgasm. Of course he did. Mm -hmm. he felt, and then you know, and it, this always happens. They started off with condoms, and of course by the <laughs> end of the night they was just so hungry to get to each that yeah. they, were, they they didn't have comms. They had a conversation. It was just like we want to feel each yeah. other in our true habitat. Like we want to we want to experience each other. This is yeah. only for one week. Let me get all that is supposed to be gazing. But you, you know, Shaquana said, "What scene did you like?" Um, and this one wasn't actually a sex scene, but one of my favorite What's scenes. Like? Is they went to the club. And they, mm -hmm. it was, I don't know what they call it, red, a white, black night or whatever, but it was, it was, uh, so what happened in a club is that they would have, the, the music was going on. It was all different kind of music, sometimes sensual, sometimes not, but the lights would go off. And before the lights go off, you would get, um, you would know because they would blink like three times mm -hmm. and the red light would blink and then the lights would go off. And so yeah. he made sure. And then, and so everybody had, they were all white. Um, and so everybody had these, was these things. Thing. Well, no, yeah. because they didn't have in intercourse. They didn't have intercourse. She had an orgasm, but they didn't have intercourse. Straight. It was intimate, though, like she was it, saying. She yeah. was giving us intimacy. It was, it was so that, that right there, when he, so, so he found her, he knew what color her lights were because everybody had these lights. So he mm -hmm. knew what color theirs was. So when the lights started blinking, he started moving and they went off. And when she, and she smelled him and she felt him like the hairs on the back of her Thank neck kind of just rose up and he came behind her. Yep. And she was already irritated with her sister from early, which is always what it is. And he whispered in her ear, he was like, what do you call her? Nelly or something? He's like, Jay. No, he called her Jay. Okay. He said, hey, mm -hmm. what you need? And she said, what do you need? I need to come. Mm -hmm. And he made her come. come. And you know, like, say less. You know, he aimed the police. You know what? That's what I said. And I don't know if you in our group, but on our Facebook page, I said, say less. Say less. I literally said that in one of our posts about this book. Say less. And so he he was like, fine. So he went underneath her skirt and he handled her and he kissed her. Then he grabbed her by her throat. Probably an hour ago. That's why I remember. I love a little low key beady ass. He grabbed her by her throat. <laughs> don't mess up my thought with that did you say p diddy no i said you know I she said low key bds i thought she said a little p diddy i'm like oh, oh, but, oh, oh my god ain't nobody thinking about that damn pedophile <laughs> like, strike it from the record please strike that right. thank you strike it from so he the grabbed record. her by her throat and pulled her back and he was kissing her he still was doing it you want to see and, and then she was coming to she was coming and 
the light started blinking. So they was getting ready to come on. So he had to hurry up and get her off. And she had like one of the most powerful orgasms. And then mm -hmm. he pulled his hand, pulled her panties, because he pulled her panties to the side. Because, you know, men like to struggle with that a little bit. And so he put the panties back in place, oh, pulled his skirt down, patted her on the butt. And then he he left and went back across the way. He never, he never stopped looking at her. Exactly. Bedroom translator, baby. She just gave it to y'all. Right. So what was she really broke it down? Okay. She really broke it down. Okay. Ooh, favorite scene. A lot of people say the yacht scene, um, and I really enjoyed that scene. <laughs> I really enjoyed writing that scene, but I think one of my favorites is the, the turtles. Is the what? The sea turtles. Oh, that was sweet. I really like that scene for them. That was yeah. sweet. <laughs> yeah. Yes. See, I was gonna say the yacht, but now that you say that, I'm like, oh, like so meaningful. Like I love mm -hmm. meaningful things and like really yeah. heartfelt things and like things that make sense and that mean something to the mm -hmm. character. Right. And that was just it was beautiful. It was so yeah. beautiful. And that's why that's one of the things that I loved about the book. And that's why I asked that question because there was a lot of meaning yes. in their relationship. Yeah. A lot of meaningful things that happened throughout the book that was to them as a couple. Right. Right. And that like it just added to that intimacy. It added to the intimacy. I love reading yeah. books like that, that add to the character. And it's not just bang, 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 or not right. just all lovey, dovey, dovey, but really adds to that in intimacy. So I'm still going to go with my yacht scene. The yacht scene, <laughs> because all throughout the book was the theme of him taking care of her. Mm -hmm. He was taking care of her throughout this whole entire book. And yeah. that yacht scene just kind of took it up a notch. And mm -hmm. then too, that's when his friend was like, I know what's going on with child. <laughs> because so that add little said, drama. You don't have to stop looking at her like you want to mm -hmm. serve her up like a plate of biscuits if you yeah. don't want nobody to figure y'all out. <laughs> You ain't you ain't slick, nigga. That's what I thought. You he ain't, ain't slick. slick at all. You ain't but slick. Rome pays a lot of attention to detail. Micah does too. So when you see him in future books, you'll see that he pays attention as well. Okay. Okay, let me tell you something that kind of was like rubbing me the wrong way outside of the sister was the friend who kept getting mad at the the man that she knew she wanted. Oh, they gonna mm -hmm. get a book or something because they feel I feel like they need to release some steam or something. They do. Something. Talking about Evie and Christian. Yes, they need some sex. It's so okay <laughs> that Evie and befriended the damn little box Christian had. Okay. Okay. They're both gonna get books, but I'll just go ahead and say they're not gonna they're get not a gonna book together. together. They're, they're not, not gonna, gonna be together. together. No. Mm -hmm. no. They're not. Nope. <laughs> mm. Because no. Evie was feeling, I think, does Evie end up with his brother, with Rome's brother? Yeah. 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 Okay. And you know what? Evie needs to come really hard. Like, yeah. she doesn't have one of them orgasms that darn near make you pass out. Like, when you wake up, like Raina did, and, and when a love does, when she wake up and be like, where am I at? Like, I, like, and I think I'm away Jaylen, from home, and I'm the brother can, can deliver that for her. I, I think he Ooh. can deliver that for her. <laughs> yeah. But Christian, Christian is just so unserious. He's so unserious. And who he's going to end up with, we haven't met yet, but he will be humbled. I like the brother. 
I like the brother. I was feeling yeah. the brother. I, yeah. I, I like, wanted I him like for Evie because she was just so hostile. Yeah. But I liked him. Because you know what? This is what my husband always say when a woman act like that. He says she needs some dick. Whenever a woman act like that, he says she needs some hard dick. That's what he always say. Evie does not play. And he's going to have to come correct. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so let's move it along. Okay, so the beginning of the book, the sister is tripping. They at the wedding, all of that stuff, whatever. Then Rome and um, Jay have their moments throughout Mm -hmm. the book. They having all of these intimate, sexy beautiful moments right Mm -hmm. so then everything kind of comes to a head with the sister and um janelle and rome basically because he was not he was tired of her ass basically Mm -hmm. and so if something happens where she loses her ring they all trying to find a ring then can i um, I mention what happens there though because i thought this i've never experienced this and i want to know if y'all have but they went to a part they, they had a they had a, like a little rehearsal, but afterwards they had like a rehearsal dinner and mm-hmm. everything was THC infused. Mm. Yeah, the, I haven't actually done that, um, but the company that I mentioned, I think it's called Highly Catered. They're a real company that's based in Tulum. Um, that's black owned. So no, so, so pun intended, highly catered. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. yep. We, have, we have something like that in Nashville. It's called... I'm gonna put it in the chat for people who are going to uh, the one love thing in Nashville. I'll put it in the chat, but we have something like it. It's THC infused. It's CBD. 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 But that was kind of cool how they, I mean, like they had that dinner and she got high, Shaquana, and she ended up losing her ring. Mm hmm. And she turned into a. So, in all of that, Rome kind of get mad at her. He go off on her. Like, look, what what is wrong with you? Why are you treating everybody like this? We trying to help you out. Your right. ass ain't been here tripping. Oh, but then even before that, we got to talk about Arnold trying to get back with Janelle. That was after this, though. That what, happened, that happened what, after. That was he really didn't want her. That happened he really after, didn't want the sister. after the ring was lost. That happened yeah, after. he loved the sister. No, I was bringing that up. So the ring happened. Then the thing happened with him trying to come back on to her mm-hmm. so i don't think that he really wanted to be back with janelle and i actually think he did wanted to be with the sister so what happened there what 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 was going on i don't think he did elaborate okay i always like to hear what people think about that scene some people think no i think he still got some feelings for her and some people think no i think what he said was truthful about he just was scared he just was scared. And I think it's a little bit of both, but I thought that he was going to take the booty. Mm. Like he didn't slap it. It's like he acted like he was going to take it from her. You know, I feel like in my headspace when I was writing it, I feel like he meant he was truthful about not wanting to be with Janelle again. He wanted, he was just scared and wanted a way out and took the coward's way out, which he did throughout the book, not speaking up um, for Amory to Amory with the cousin Cortez, like Arnold just, he, he doesn't stand up. And so he was coming from a truthful place, but I feel like a part of him kind of regrets losing Janelle, if not because of losing Janelle herself, but because of his own ego and pride. Like mm. the fact that Janelle doesn't care, 
that mm -hmm. he moved on to her sister. Janelle doesn't care. And that kind of bothers him, but not because he wants Janelle. It's just because why doesn't she care? Why doesn't she want me mm -hmm. anymore? Like, mm -hmm. I think that bothered both of them. That bothered, that bothered everybody. That bothered yeah. A-Marie. That bothered the mother. But it, it yeah. bothered A-Marie that it's like, because she truly didn't care, but she was the one creating in her head that you still... Yeah. I think Aunt Marie was scared that her that her husband to be was gonna want her again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't think she mm -hmm. was worried about Janelle wanting her husband. I think she was worried about the other way around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because and Janelle I, was a pretty cool chick. Exactly. Yeah. And I think when you when you get to the part where they have the conversation and Aunt Marie reveals kind of the struggle she had. I think you could see the insecurities that Aunt Marie had about her own self and what she was bringing to the table. Which to me tells me you're not secure in your relationship because you're not exactly. secure in yourself. Because if you feel like your husband to be would leave mm -hmm. you because you're not bringing enough to the table, should that really be your husband? Exactly. <laughs> we let them go. We let them get married. <laughs> will it last? Is the question. A lot of people Ooh, get married. He said both last? of y'all clowns can have each other. Will it last? And she did because they deserve each other. At the end of the day, said, both of y'all clowns can have each other. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. And so I loved Rome's profession. That was another reason why I liked the book because that was so kind of different. He was it a gamer person. Oh, yeah. Yes. I liked that. Yeah, I really, I, really liked that. I thought it was different. It was like so different. Was. I don't think I've ever read anything like that before. And you don't see, and to be honest, you don't see a lot of black faces in those spaces. So that was really refreshing. Yeah, my um, my boyfriend loves to game, and so after I wrote it, I told him about the scene, and he was like, "That sounds so nice, and I'm sure your readers are gonna love that." But just me thinking personally, I couldn't imagine being back there on my knees waiting for you to finish that game, so, <laughs> so I could get this question off. I'm like, "Sir, and bust your bubble, right?" It was beautiful. It was beautiful. <laughs> Everybody wanted Janelle to go off on her sister. And I like the way that you wrote the scene because the sister finally came clean. When yes. she found out, because remember Rome and Janelle, they're sneaking around this entire time. Mm -hmm. It's getting it on, baby. They is getting it in. Go ahead, Patricia. Can we talk about like, so before she had the one-on-one -on -one with her sister, like, can we talk about when she had sat down with her mom and her father? because mm. that yeah. was that was something right there and you know what i think i feel like you wrote that so real because you know in a perfect world the mother says i'm sorry i didn't mean to hurt you or whatever yeah. but that's not the real world sometimes it don't happen like that and sometimes a mother or a father truly does have a favorite child and right. they don't know how to um navigate between the two and so when yeah. she was having, she went to talk to her mother because she was like, I, I need to, I think she felt like she needed to hit the needle on the head. And that wasn't yeah. with a Marie that was starting with the mother because she's yes. the one who I say, put the battery in her daughter's back to be this yeah. way. But when yeah. she was talking to her mother, her mother, you know, she was like, you know, you did this and you did it. Like you, you basically said I was a whore and that her hug that he couldn't be he couldn't be, um, you know, he shouldn't be around me by myself. She was like, yeah. when did I ever come off to you as that? She said, keep in mind, he was my man first. You mm -hmm. checking the wrong daughter. Yep. That was my man first, but you are checking me. 
But her mm-hmm. mother ended up getting fed up and slapping her hand down on the table and saying, you never needed me. You learned how to tie your shoes on your own. You broke yourself from the pacifier on your own. You learned how to ride a bike on your own. You didn't have no problem with, with, with going getting your bachelor's degree. You got your master's with a breeze. You passed your clinicals, shit, everything. But And so to hear her go down every little thing, I'm like, oh, this woman really resets her exactly. She said, you never needed me for nothing. And the yep. one thing that you did need to learn how to drive a car, you went to your dad. Yep. And so she's mm. listening to her mother, her mother thinking that like she touches her hand, like, okay, yeah, now we got that over with. And, and Janelle is like, the fuck? Right. Oh no! Or was that justified? No, no, no. Because what no. ends up happening is she. So, so what Janelle says is, is wait a minute. So you telling me all of this? This your problem with me has been that I did not. You felt like I didn't need you. She said, "Of course I needed my mother." She said, "But you tore me down mm-hmm. all of my life to make yourself feel better because I was self sufficient." And she was self sufficient because. She, had she wasn't be getting what she needed. The exactly. mother came to, to the other daughter. She said, whenever I did need you, you was always, it was always about a Marie. And mm-hmm. so then, so that they having all of this conversation, the dad is rubbing the wife back, but she, he holds Janelle's hand under the, you know, he like, he's supporting both of them. He understand mm-hmm. he wants Janelle to say everything he has to say, that she has to say. So yeah. when she got up and was like, I'm out of here, I'm done. You know what the mother says to her? What about the wedding? She was like, mm-hmm. the fuck? Everything is about Amory. What about me? What about this that we just revealed? And you still asking me about this damn wedding? Fuck you. Fuck Amory. Yep. Fuck him. All of y'all. Y'all can have this wedding. And she said, so you just leaving the, the I, I can't remember if she told her mother this or her sister. She said, so you just gonna leave? She said, no, I'm enjoying my vacation. Fuck y'all. Exactly. <laughs> y'all yeah. pay my money to be here. Yeah. No, she didn't. No, the, um, the Arnold people paid, that they Arnold paid, paid for it, she but, said, and uh-huh. I ain't paying them back. She was like, No, no get yeah. y'all. I deserve it. Oh, well, it was a parting gift. So, nobody felt like the mama, you know, like she said, sorry, because she was still mad at her at the end of the book. Sorry, don't make it right. Yeah, you know what? Sorry, you know what? Sometimes you can say sorry to somebody about something, and maybe one day I get over it. But how about I'm not done being mad because you exactly. fucked with me my whole life. I'm not ready for no forgiveness. She went down to when this girl learned how to tie her shoe and learn how to ride a bike. So that means that she been messing with this little girl since she was three, diapers. And so we at we in a different country at a restaurant and you say sorry right now and that's supposed to, I'm 30 and you've been messing with me since I was freaking born? Nah. And it's It's going to take a minute. Intent versus impact as well because she says sorry but then she goes on to explain but I acted that way because you did blah, 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 blah. And Because when you was five, you learned how to tie mm, your own shoes. So like, was she really sorry? In the situation. Right. And so for Janelle, it's kind of like you get to this point where it's like, okay, I'm at this point where I'm at my breaking point. And if I bring this to this person and they don't react positively, we can't go anywhere but away from each other. And the way her mom reacted, it was like, that's it. We're just time to destroy that broke the camel's bag. Yeah. Oh, Patrice, I'm glad you brought that up. Because I'm trying to for the mama. I wasn't giving her a pass, but I'm like, dang. And then she had kind of forgave 
and Marie a little bit. They was kind of mm-hmm. trying to work through things. But I'm like, you still don't want to talk to your mama. You still like playing her to the left. I don't yeah, know. No okay. that bitch. And and I think part of the reason why she kind of gives a Marie a little bit of bail is because she's like, we are the way we are because of our mother. I was messed up by her in one way. And the way she raised you messed you up in a different way. And so I want to get to a place where we can go back to being sister best friends. I'm not sure if we can get there. It's going to depend on you, really. Mm-hmm. But I'm willing to try. But with the mom, the mom started it all. So she's like, but I'm done taking y'all mess though. Like, mm-hmm. I'm done. Yeah, I like think she not- was done being a punching bag. And um, I think Demetrius said in the chat, she was like, okay, so at this point, you got to say you sorry. And then you got to wait for me to forgive you. Exactly. You wait for me to work through this and, and to forgive you. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but she did get her, um, some happily ever after mm-hmm. because wait a minute. So, okay. So you got a gamer boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's where this came from. I loved the proposal. So they decided that they were going to get be together. After mm-hmm. she had it out with her mom, you know, they went, she didn't want to sneak no more. Well, they actually got caught because they was kissing on the couch. Yeah. That was what's happening. They got caught about to get ready to get on, on the couch. Or not. They I got caught trying to hide that it was getting caught because they was grown. They was consenting adults. Yeah. And, it's and at that caught. point, at, when they got caught, Janelle couldn't have cared less. She was like, oh, okay. Y'all here. Y'all about to get a show. She caught one of her kids. The sister was more upset than Arnold. It's like, yeah, this dude, this is not your brother. This is he's nothing to you. Why can't you have this? This fine piece of man. Let me ride this dick in peace. (laughs) What you say, LaCory? Let me ride this dick in peace. Where where is the unity? Where's the sisterhood? Where is the sisterhood? Because please, you see this man. Let me enjoy. And so, yeah. and, I mean, and I don't even know what A. Marie's reasoning, reasoning could have been about not having him. She was pissed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but this is not Arnold. Right. She didn't want her to be happy because what she ended up saying, you always win. <laughs> Basically, it's like you always win in life. Like, you got a corporate. Like, you wanted her to be with the crazy old guy. So she could be miserable like her. And you know what the thing about it is me being, so for me, for my life to be horrible and me to be miserable is still, you still a miserable bitch. So it's not going to change anything for you. You still going to be miserable. No matter what I'm, if I'm over here happy or sad, you still going to be miserable because that's the way you made up. That's dead. Exactly, and I, and I think that Arnold was truthful when he when he came on to her, even though he probably really didn't want mm-hmm. her. He said she nagged all the she time; it's always yep. a problem with her. I mm-hmm. think he was being truthful about that because yep. she was, yeah. maybe she just had some good coochie. Uh, they gonna be together for a long time because 
he was kind of like a pushover and she was kind of like the aggressive person. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time that dynamic kind of worked. So Rome and Janelle ended up being together. I'm glad you didn't let them go after the week was over with. They in the thick of it in their relationship. And then he proposes her in the cutest little way through, because he owned a gaming company. They wrote the Mm -hmm. um, stuff for the gaming company. Mm -hmm. So he wrote a game that told their story. And at the end, the story wasn't over because Mm -hmm. he was on his knee proposing. Your boyfriend (laughs) shut you down on that. He shut me down. But I was like, I don't care. It's staying. Tell him you, you did that. Exactly, and I'm sure if somebody ever read it, they might try to uh, oh God, because he was reading with her, girl. You were speaking to our hearts and our mm-hmm. souls. That he was reading with her. Okay. Yes, yes. So if a guy's reading with his woman and they end up reading this book, he might play that in there. He, he might. might. He might. Or Natasha' boyfriend might do it. You know, she may have inspired him. You know, when he popped that question. Oh, maybe. Maybe. You know, she dropping hands. Come on now. Come on. I'm telling you, like, you feel inspired. Yeah. So, there we go, guys. That was everything that happened. Thank you so much for bringing that to us. To me, it was just so beautiful. It was like one of those mushy kind of love stories. I like the hood stuff. You know, for the most part, but like if you want to just be mushy and be in love and stuff, and be in love, kind of giving that. So, thank you for bringing us some love to the Black Girl Books podcast or to just mm-hmm. the Black readers in general. Thank so, what is up with you? What's next? What you got going on? What's the tea? You got any excerpts? <laughs> I don't have any excerpts, but um, I am working on the next book right now, okay. which. Okay. I think it was pretty clear in the book that Danny and Micah have something going on. So okay. they're the next book. They're the next um, they'll come out next year. I'm aiming for earlier in the year. We'll see. Um, Take your time. Slow it down. Take your time. No rush. Yeah. And then other than that, I do have I do have a plan for a special edition of Only for the Week that'll have some more bonus stuff. So mm-hmm. more to come on that. And I'll be at a bunch of events next year. Yes, well, run them down, baby. Run them down. Where are we going to be at? Where are we going to be? I am coming to One Love in Nashville. Yes. I'm going to be there. Come see Haley, girl. Hey, girl. Come see me. Um, I'm going to be at the Boozy Book Tour Stop in Charlotte. Um, I'm going to be at Loving Books in California. And... (laughs) <laughs> uh, I love Yoka anything she puts on um, and then I'm going to be at the Chicago Urban Book Expo and I think I'm coming to that one yay. and then Southern Hearts and Sign Kisses in South Carolina you're going to so, be, like be on tour going to be everywhere Baby, you like been busy That'll be like 2024 is my first year really doing any book signing. So I'm excited. Okay. Okay. We'll be excited to see you. We have a few of those that we have lined up. So we can't wait to meet you in person. Tell the people how they can like get in touch with you, your Instagram. If you got a book club group, let them know. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so Facebook, since we're on there right now, I do have a group. It's called Natasha Bishop's Bishes. Um, I like that. <laughs> um, on Instagram and TikTok, I'm at Natasha Bishop Writes. And I have a little broadcast channel on Instagram too, Natasha's Rambling. So you can get some extra content there. Well, we right. want to thank you and let you know well, that we appreciate you. Okay, I go ahead. Ask my question. Okay, go ahead. Yes. I'm the Audible head. I'm the Audible head. Is this going to be on Audible anytime soon? Are we looking to do Audible? If you are looking to do Audible and you need any type of direction, please reach out to me directly, okay? LaCorey Moore, Middle Tennessee Realtor on all platforms. Do not go in this blindly. So See I can you. tell you only for the week is getting an Audible next year. Oh. Um, It'll be out in April, and I do have the narrators. Oh Lord, already lined up. Good for you. you right. Yes, oh, we excited. We can't wait. <laughs> yes, I would. Say, now, oh, Lord. I would listen to this on um Audible. Oh, I would Audible. listen to it because some the experience is a little different from when you read it to when yeah. you listen to it. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. And so I'll probably be listening about to it, it on yeah. that too. Yeah, I'm excited too. Yeah. yeah. If you yeah. have any promo, any sound bites, bites, please put them on the Facebook page. We would okay. love to hear who are the send them to us. For Rome and Janelle. <laughs> I'm excited. You know what? I would. Rome's voice is probably going to be amazing. It is. Go on, tell us who it's gonna be. <laughs> okay, I can okay. announce. I can announce it. It's fine. You okay, let us know. Okay, so the narrators are gonna be Winston James and Jay Shawnee Michaels. Hey, I've never heard her. She's done some. Um, she's done some CCJ. Um, I really like her. I like her a lot. Uh, I love Winston. Winston. Well, y'all heard it first on the Black Girl Book Club podcast. Yes, a little exclusive. <laughs> Why did you name it only for the week? Oh my gosh! Because okay. it did not give what it was about. I mean, it did, but it didn't. It was so much more than the title. Okay, so let me tell you how this story even came to be. How did it so, It was supposed to be a part of an anthology that was like all wedding theme like you could write anything you wanted but it had to be set at a wedding um so this was supposed to be so much shorter and just a cute little spicy story and that was it but then the anthology fell through and I was like mm, something's telling me I want to keep writing these characters I want to stick with them and then the story became more about Janelle and her growth and families and setting mm. boundaries and things like that so that didn't come into play until later um once I figured out it was going to be a full length but only for the week just stuck with me okay. as the title but i i hate i hate titling books y'all titling books and writing blurbs i hate them Do you? okay <laughs> so i was like i don't even know if only for the week sounds good but it's stuck in my head so that's what it's, it's a thing we're now baby. It. I'm, we're trying <laughs> to be only for the week listen it was a good week. title it, it was a good title because it, it it gave you you knew so i when i when i think the way that you crafted this was beautiful Mm -hmm. um, when you gave us only for the week so when you looked at the title you was like okay it's gonna be a man and a woman they gonna be together for a week they probably gonna be on the island or something yep. and then they gonna have to go back to their own lives and really fall in love yeah and so that's what like just the title just says that but you don't get that you're gonna have two sisters 
in there mm -hmm. that, that are having problems from that that come from their the stem from their childhood yeah. and the mommy issues and things like that. You don't get that there's gonna be a boyfriend that the other sister you don't get all of yeah. that. So it was it was nice to see like you thought it was this, but it was this and more. It just blossomed. And that's yeah. that is true. That's like like that's that's a true craft to do that. And so I, I, I love creativity. That. I appreciate that. Janelle's growth is is one of my favorites that I've written. Mm -hmm. Just her. I journey. like it too. I'm glad she finally stood up. Mm -hmm. But we want to thank you for coming on tonight. Thank y'all so much. Podcast. Make sure y'all show her some love. Make sure y'all go follow her yes, on Instagram. Make sure y'all join join the ambitious or whatever. <laughs> Y'all know the bitches. Join the Facebook group and just uh, show her some love. If you haven't read the book, go read it. It was really, really sweet. Rome was taking care of Janelle all throughout that book, baby. So, <laughs> baby. yes. So, uh, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on to us. Thank y'all for having me. And we gonna um, do some housekeeping stuff right now, so you can stay on if you want to for that, or you can hop out. Okay. So, Black Girl Book Club podcast. We wanted to thank everyone who nominated us for the Literary Gem Awards. For anyone who doesn't know, we received a nomination for the Literary Gem um, Awards put on by Karine, the author and publisher. Um, I saw what happened um, this year. And I was like, that looked really neat. It looked really cool. I had already planned to go for 2024. Mm -hmm. And so for this to be a part of it, we are so excited. We're so honored just to be nominated. We're excited. Um, but the voting does begin in January. I think she said January the 15th. Yeah. And so y'all stay tuned to that. We're going to be pumping it up and we're going to need y'all to show up and show out for that uh, so that we can bring the award home. Um, thank you to everybody who shot Black Girl Book Club podcast over the um, Thanksgiving holiday. I have on my Black Girls Who And I book. like it. I, I like love it. it. I love it. Yes, the twins got some. I'm gonna post some pictures in the group because we took some pictures today. The twins got some too. But um, yes, um, shop Black Girl Book Club podcast merch. Please support us. Support Tangers Touch. Um, if you've seen anything there, but we appreciate you guys for rocking with us for making this podcast a success. Go ahead. Yes, and we hit 3.8k this week. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's showing out. So yeah, we growing and we growing. Yeah, yeah, it's showing out. Okay, and we've been gymmed. We've been gymmed. Boom. We've been gymmed. Boom. But we appreciate y'all. We appreciate. And let me see what else. I think that was it. I think that was it. So let us Ooh, know. Which, hmm. Oh, um, next week Set, we are um, talking. Oh, we talking about the little Santa's little sneaky yeah, little Santa Santa little helpers. Santa's little helpers. Yeah, they're gonna be spicy. They're gonna, gonna be real spicy. We're gonna have our bedroom translator up in her, baby. She gonna be set in the scenes because it was a lot of stuff going on. Say her knees, her knees. I'm like, you know, one of them books where you gotta like cross your legs. <laughs> you be in the seat twisting. That's Lady Nisha, ain't it? It's Lady Nisha, ain't it? Yes, baby lady, Lisa, she brought it for that. It's a cute little short 
Christmas read, but she put a spin on that damn book. It wasn't your typical holiday book. It was a spin on it, and I loved it, and we're going to talk about it because it was like some little real little freaky diggy stuff up in there, baby. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So I'm the bed. I've known as the bedroom translator. So when you said I broke down, you were like, "Oh, you really broke down that scene." Listen, so you really scene. broke it down. I was like, "Okay, you gonna okay. get us together, baby." I pray Lucia, she gonna be on. She gonna be on one next week. So y'all better tune in for that. Yes, ma'am. I will be here. I'll, yes, I'll be. she gonna be bedrooming and she gonna be translating because it was a lot yes. of bedrooming going on up in there. <laughs> and starting December the 13th, we are doing our uh, Christmas giveaways. We're doing 12 days of Christmas, starting December 13th. For your name to be entered in the drawing, it will be randomly picked. You have to subscribe to our mailing list. So we're pulling only names who are subscribed to our mailing list. So if you're not on the mailing list, please click the link in the bio and sign up for our mailing list because that's how we will be picking the winners for 12 days of Christmas. And we'll put it in y'all know we do not play. Okay. Y'all know we do not play when it comes to gifting our black girls. Okay. Yes. We, we, we come really with the stuff. So yes, make sure you're on that email list for that. And I just want y'all to know we appreciate y'all. Like my heart has been so full all week and I just love everything about the podcast and the community and the readers and the people and and Patrice and Miss Natasha Bishop over here I just love everything about it and I really just appreciate everybody yes I am thankful thankful. for you guys I'm thankful for my book besties and I just want to say real quick just as an author we appreciate you guys and just holding space for us especially in the indie space and the black indie space so thank y'all for everything that you do you're more than welcome appreciate it but thank you too but we don't get off because our wife's so crying so we love y'all oh, Lord. <laughs> amen <laughs> <laughs> 